Hello and welcome in. This is the podcast Builder vs. Buyer, and I'm the host, Adam Steiner. This podcast is dedicated to the home building industry, bringing builders and buyers together through advice and education. Um, so for those of you that are new, I'm Adam. I worked for home builders for many years and now have recently started my own home design firm. As part of that home design firm, I launched this podcast and helps to help builders and buyers both. Um, I, I noticed a divide in the industry, um, builders and buyers getting, getting further and further apart. Like I imagine that, you know, most people, don't hate their doctor. They don't hate their insurance guy. Like they don't, they don't hate a lot of people and services they, they work with, but for whatever reason, most, most people that build a home ended up disliking their builder. I I just sense that a lot in the industry. So this podcast is, is a goal that is the goal of this podcast is to bring those two sides together, builders and buyers. Um, I think it can just be a lot better. And I think the more the more we know, the more we can appreciate the other side and understand it. So that's, that's what I'm doing here and why this podcast is a thing. Thank you for listening. If you're here, if you're new, if you've um, been listening since the beginning, you probably have heard most of that. But yeah. So today we're going to continue our series on energy efficiency. Um, I'm going to wrap it up today with just plumbing and electric, um, two smaller categories. I I don't think they're talked about as much as far as the energy efficient features go in in a home, but they're, they're helpful. There's, there's some stuff to look into here. I wouldn't, I wouldn't skip it. Um, you know, a, a home is a, is a, it's a system of systems. So there's, there's a lot going on in your house and, and to just focus on one area like insulation and leave out your plumbing and electric, you know, you might not be doing yourself a service. So, um, we're going to dive into it. Plumbing first, um, for plumbing, the, the biggest one that you'll, the biggest uh, feature that you'll deal with in plumbing is your water heater. Um, most of you, I think, know whether you're gas or electric and what area of the country, you know, you get service, gas, and electric. So I'm not going to dive into that. Um, but I will say, so I think people who focus on energy efficiency, um, I hear the question often uh, that, you know, should we go with tankless? What's a, a tankless water heater? I, I would like to go that route. Um, and yes, a in theory, the tankless heater is a little more efficient because you're only heating the water you need. Um, in practicality, they don't they don't work as great in practice as that. Um, for one thing, the the advertised units. You, if you go to Home Depot or Bernards or wherever, and and you look at like the really great priced tankless units, those have usually a very low flow rate. Um, so that they can't treat that many gallons per minute, um, getting heated to the temperature you desire. So then your water pressure and all their fixtures is is low, or if two people are are using the the shower at the same time, like it just it it doesn't work great. Um, and then you end up spending a ton to get a top of the line unit, and then still you're waiting on the hot water to get from the unit to your bathroom. So you're, you're wasting all that water as your shower heats up, quote unquote. Um, you know, it's just, I I haven't seen them in practicality work out as great as they do on the advertising spec sheets. One thing that that I've seen that I've never been a part of, and it would, um, never worked on a job that had this was, so they make these, um, 
smaller inline tankless units. You know, they're designed to be put like under your vanity cabinet in the bathroom or, or in a like a little mechanical closet off to the side near the bathroom. And it's just like a booster tankless heater. So you could have a conventional tanked unit and then as the water gets closer to your bathroom, it, it gets boosted by the smaller heater. So you're not wasting all that water as it warms up. And it's more of that like instant on that you hear about from the tankless units. Um, something to look into. If anybody has done a project like that, reach out, hit me up. Um, I'd love to hear about it. Okay. So then most people will end up with, with a tanked water heater. Um, they um, are... The size you need um, doesn't matter too, too much toward efficiency, um, you know, 50 to 75 gallon I've seen. I've heard, you know, it's better to go 250s than 100. Um, I Yeah, I don't know too, too much about that. I will say one technology that I love. So the tanked unit, what they did is they started making a what's called a condensing tank unit. This is actually stolen from the tankless technology. So what happens is in a gas-fired unit, um, you have this combustion reaction. um, And then that's, it actually causes um, water vapor to come out of the combustion reaction. Well, as the water vapor is pretty hot and then condenses, um, on the, the pipes as it, as it's exhausting. Um, so they've designed these units to cap capture that condensed water and have it actually pre-treat and preheat the, not pre-treat, but preheat the water coming into the unit. Um, so it, your, the gas firing process, that combustion reaction needs to work not quite as hard because that water is coming in slightly preheated. Um, it actually is a big jump in efficiency. So you can get it in both a tankless and tanked unit. It's a condensing tank. Um, and I really like it from the tanked unit side because they're not crazy expensive. Yes, you will spend more than your traditional um, power vent or B vent water heater, but it's not crazy. You're not getting into the multiple thousands of dollars to get one of these units. I think last time I priced it was between a thousand and fifteen hundred bucks. Where a conventional water heater is between like five hundred and a thousand, um, depending on what type you get. So, um, yeah, worth looking into. The the two other things I mentioned just a second ago: power vent and B vent. Um, a B vent water heater. The exhaust from that combustion reaction is just. Um, it lets physics do the work, so there's no there's no fan or boost. You just have a pipe going from your water heater all the way out through the top of your home in the attic. Um, because the combustion interaction is hot air, it'll just naturally rise and get um, pulled out. And there's a pressure differential too, as you know, all that boring stuff. Um, a power vent uses so sometimes you don't have that straight shot where you can run a B vent through the attic. Um, a power vent uses a fan to then push the exhaust air out of the side of the home. Um, those can be a little more efficient too, just in your overall energy rating. But, um, I don't have a strong opinion one way or another on these. Um, I know there are people out there that do, but I'm not one of them. So take that for what it's worth. Um, the rest of plumbing. Um, so with the new Energy Star requirements, it actually uh, restricts the flow rate you can have on a typical plumbing fixture. So we're switching gears here to your sink faucet, um, your shower head, and I'll get to toilets in a second. But um, think of those those faucets. Um, those fixtures, 
then get restricted to a gallons per minute rating. Um, and with some new design in the, in the, in the fixtures, like you're thinking, okay, the, the lower the gallons per minute, yes, you're using less water. It's, um, more efficient because there's less waste there. Um, on the flip side, like what am I losing in water pressure? Is the, is the shower experience not going to be normal because this, this flow rate is severely restricted. And what I will say is, um, with some of these newer fixtures, they, they, there's a lot of science behind, like, they're actually like aerating the water and introducing, like, I, I don't really fully get it. If you're a really big plumbing nerd and you want to dig into it, um, I know Delta has a lot on it. I'm sure Kohler does as well, but, um, they're introducing air to the water as it's coming out to like, give you the feeling of more water pressure. Um, I will say with the new units, I had a few of them in a house I built, built a few years ago and, um, didn't notice a downside to it. I didn't feel like the, the shower was less or weaker. So, um, as you're looking at plumbing features, check out the energy star rating, look at the gallons per minute. Um, it's, it's uh, pretty crucial into what you'll be using in water for a year. Um, and then lastly, for toilets, um, I'm a huge uh, Toto toilet stan. Um, I'm a huge fan of these toilets. Uh, I was sold one at a house a, a couple years ago, the Drake 1G. It was a one-gallon toilet, so every flush was one gallon. Um you think of like a typical urinal in a gas station is usually one gallon. Um, I believe toilets now are restricted to 1.8 um, gallons per flush. So this being one gallon per flush, like it never had a problem with anything. Um, it always ran great, um, even looked nice too. So I, I highly recommend that. Um, I don't think you need if um, you... I have been annoyed with plunging problems in the past. <laughs> I won't get into too much of that. Um, but I, I don't think you need to fear that if I get a lower flow toilet, it's never going to flush on me and I'm always going to have to be doing something or another and yeah, all that mess. Um, I would say go for it. They're getting really good now. And again, um, unpaid advertising here for Toto. I absolutely love that toilet. So check that one out. Um, that's it for, for plumbing. Like I said, it's, it's not, there's not too, too much, um, to note here, um, for electric again, not, not too much to note. Um, I'm not going to spend a ton of time on it. If you're not on all led fixtures, you need to be, they're just so much more efficient and the price has dropped a ton in the last 10 years. Like there's no reason to not do led fixtures now. Um, they also, um, generate a lot less heat, um, which is great in those hotter climates, you know, air conditioning most of the year. Um, you, you don't have an extra heat source in your home that's generating um, a lot of temperature rise for you. Um, also look into time, timers and automation. That can be really helpful. Um, so you're not leaving lights on all night or all day at work. Um, there's, there's some fun stuff there. Uh, ceiling fans is another one to dig into if you're concerned. Um, the... Ceiling fans are rated at a CFM per watt. So the amount of air they can move in a given um, unit of energy that they pull from the power supply. Um, energy Star has a pretty exhaustive list of what they've qualified as like high performing units. Um, and again, that's worth a deep dive. I had a haiku fan in my house. It's, um, uh, my, my wife didn't love it because it looked very 
futuristic and um I, I don't know she didn't love love the style of it i absolutely love the thing and thought it was super cool so um yeah i i would recommend those fans that's like top of the line as far as energy efficiency goes but there are others out there um yeah if you have any other suggestions comments questions on plumbing electric or anything energy efficiency related i'd love to hear it um the email for the show is info info at buildervsbuyer.com. You can also hit us up on Instagram at buildervsbuyer. Um, and yeah, reach out. Let us know if you're liking it, if you have questions. If you have a, a home building, building horror story and you want to um, jump in with that, I'd love to hear it. As always, thanks for listening. And thanks to Andrew Michael Metter for the music. I'll be back next Wednesday with more. Thank you.